Hi, welcome back to another episode of On Call with Lynn and Alini. I'm your co-host, Lynn. And I am your other co-host, Alini, hence the name. <laughs> How are you doing? Um, I am quite good, actually. Um, I had a good day at school, you know, and now I'm on call with you. So, yeah, I'm having a great day. And how are you? I'm pretty good. Do you have any plans for after the call? Oh my god, I sure do. I think now that I'm really settled into school, or at least I feel like every time I come back from break, there's like definitely a little settle back period. I feel like I'm really settled in. Today's a pretty chill day. It's been a pretty chill week after this. I think I'm going to go to a spin class with a few of my friends. Really excited about oh, that. Oh my goodness. We're going to get dinner and then I'm going to probably go to the library for a bit. But it's a pretty normal night That's for me. That's so exciting. What about you? So I actually don't really get a lot of homework, but today I have to study for this really big chemistry test that I have tomorrow, which is actually going to be horrible because I don't know anything. So I have to study <laughs> for that. But then in two hours, I'm checking out a venue for my Sweet 16. <laughs> um... But it's just like a tour of the place because I think it's kind of small. I don't even know. Um, so those are my plans. I'm going to eat dinner and study and, you know, go to sleep. That's cool. So do you want to introduce the topic of the week? Yes, of course. The, today's topic is going to be Asian stereotypes. And we're not just going to talk about, you know, what the stereotype of Asians are because I feel like everyone knows. But we're going to talk about how we have experienced not really fitting under the Asian stereotype. But before we go into all of that, what is your song of the week, Melinda? My song of the week is No Love by Summer Walker. I've actually never heard of this song before, Melinda. You have to listen to it. It is so good. I'm so excited. It's so catchy. What's yours? It's I'm in Love With You by the 1975. And it's just very good. (laughs) It's just very catchy very upbeat you know puts you in a good mood and i really enjoy the song i love the 1975 1975 is so like upbeat song with really weird lyrics sometimes true very true love them so much but sometimes they're so odd but i think it always just works in their favor anyway (laughs) so lynn you want to start us out yes so one specific qualm I think both me and Alini have with sort of Asian stereotypes is some things that are like considered normal for Asians. Like if like someone who's Asian does it, it's like normal. If someone that's white or some other racial group sometimes does it, it's considered like classy or like cool. Like I feel like debate's definitely like a really big thing. Yes. Because if you see someone like I, I debate Lee does speech we both do speech really yeah but i feel like these type of things in particular like if an asian does it it just seems so normal and it's also i feel like it seems really what well, people tend to view it as very like ingenuine when yes, asians do a lot a of things because word. there's like a lot of like stigmati- stigmatization at least around i think just people thinking like oh your parents are making you do it like you're so like uptight mm-hmm. you're smart or at least you're smart and not very extroverted, and thus a lot of these things are very forced. And I think that's so harmful because it takes away a lot of the genuine like interest or devalue, devalues a lot of the genuine interest. Um, so I play the piano, and so does Melinda. And that's a mm-hmm. huge example of this because a lot of oh Asians play the piano. And I don't even know why that's a thing, <laughs> but... 
I started playing to play piano because I wanted to, not because my parents did, but every time I told someone that I did, it was just, oh, you play piano? <laughs> but my, I have another friend like who's sense. an attractive white guy, and he plays the piano, and whenever he tells anyone that, it's like, wow, he really plays the piano. But if I say it, it's just, no, it doesn't have the same impact <laughs> at all. And I feel like, just playing an instrument in general is a is a really big thing that people don't like don't really recognize Asians doing it because really if you look at a school orchestra it is going to be a lot of Asians but they're all oh, yeah. really good and they all should be valued yeah and it just shouldn't be an Asian person shouldn't be um overlooked for saying that they play an instrument or they are in the debate on the debate team or the speech team or anything i feel like the impacts of this these sort of like assumptions even kind of they become inter- internalized after like a while because i've been doing a lot of applying and a lot of resume building recently and one thing i kind of found myself doing at least when i read back on a lot of my things is that I've played piano for well over a decade, and I've definitely done it much more seriously than I've done voice or any of that, but despite that, whenever I'm, like, writing down my skills or writing down my experience, I will always put singing in front of piano, because for some reason to me, mm-hmm. even, like, to me, as, like, an Asian person, as someone talking about myself, I think that makes me so yeah. much more interesting than piano does, even though... Even if, like, my achievements in piano may be more impressive, somehow, in my mind, that makes me so much more interesting. And when I introduce myself to people, I even find myself doing that. They're like, oh, what instrument do you play? What do you do? I always say, I sing first. And maybe if they ask more, I'll say, oh, I also play piano. But it becomes kind of secondary because of how normal everyone's made it. Yeah. And another thing to kind of go along with that, not just, not the musical instrument part, but I take two languages at school because I can. I take mandarin and spanish and although i do have an advantage in in chinese because my both my parents speak my grandparents speak it i grew up having a tutor but it was a weekly tutor like i don't know chinese fluently at all i can't even speak it but i i do have an advantage during class but if i tell people outside of my chinese class or just tell anyone i take two languages and then their reaction is immediately, wow, that's a lot of work. But then after I say that one of them is Chinese, is like, oh, well, you know that. So it's just an easy A. But I don't know it. And I just think it's so unfair because it's it's not just an easy A because I really am taking two languages when um, – I have to write a sentence in Chinese or in Spanish. I get both of them mixed up a lot just because I'm constantly translating between three languages, English, Chinese, and Spanish. And I feel like it just gets overlooked all the time because I'm Chinese. So it's expected that I learn, that I know Chinese. But it's just not true. And I feel like it's another thing if I did know Chinese fluently. Like, Melinda, you know Chinese fluently. But if you tell people that you're Mm -hmm. bilingual but one of them is Chinese, people are just going to be like, oh, well, it's because you have to know Chinese. But Melinda didn't have to know Mm -hmm. Chinese. And I feel like if another person of another race says that they're bilingual, it's always going to look more impressive than an Asian person speaking their mother tongue. Yeah, like going off the idea of the mother tongue and even like especially the easy A, I feel like when an Asian person knows two languages compared to some other type of person knowing two languages, 
that doesn't make the process of learning Chinese any easier than the process of learning any other language. And oh, definitely, in, let's, yeah. Let's say like debate or like an instrument. Let's, say, let's focus on the instrument. Like it's no easier for an Asian person to learn an instrument than it is for a white person. So even if I guess an orchestra is primarily Asian people, or your school orchestra might be primarily yeah. Asian people. Those people have done done the same amount of work, especially the idea of like an easy A for Asians, like Asians taking like classes and getting all A's, and we have to put in like th- uh, the yeah. same amount of effort any other person would have to put in to get that A. It's so normalized for us, but it's the same amount of effort put in. It's the same thing that's being done, and yet sometimes that's devalued for certain people and even glamorized for other people to be doing. The same thing.、Yeah. It's really weird when you really weigh it out. That's so yeah. The way you you described it was so good and so accurate. But going off the good grades, I don't have good grades. Well, I do have good grades, but I definitely don't have all A's, and I definitely don't have all like all high A's either. I have B's and C's, but it's so expected for an Asian person. To have all A's, to be really good at school, to be really good at math, but I'm just not like that. I, I am actually pretty good at math, but, <laughs> um, but I'm not on like a higher level of math or anything. I'm on the average course that I take, and I don't take all honors. I take I take three honors, and I've had people ask me this actually before a school year starts. They ask me what class are you taking, and then they go, Oh, you're probably taking all honors. Why does it look like I'm taking all, all honors? Like, be honest with me. Why do you think I'm taking all honors?、Um, but it's just kind of. Oh yeah. I wouldn't say refreshing, but I think it is refreshing, to for me to know that I don't fall under the Asian stereotype, and I feel like and, and it's totally okay if you do. Oh my god! The fact that I don't have all A's, I just feel like. I can talk about it about how I'm expected to have all A's and how. I, even though I'm not, I'm definitely not proud of not getting all A's. But you know, I I just think it's definitely a thing <laughs> that should be talked about more. Oh my gosh! And I feel like that like whole like I'm proud of, or at least like I there's it's something to talk about if you don't conform to the stereotype. I think that's so interesting because when you look at Asian stereotypes in particular, there are these stereotypes you will give to like <laughs> to put very dully like. A goody two shoes kid, like a kid who does a、oh, very good totally, student,、yes. someone who does tries to do everything and tries to be good at everything, and yet it's so uninteresting that if you're not exactly that stereotype, somehow you find more value in it, or like I feel like we've internalized that there's more value in、mm-hmm. not conforming to those stereotypes. Like I feel like both of us, especially going off the stereotype of Asians being more quiet or complacent, like I feel like we're both very extroverted and very talkative. We both do speech and debate,、oh, yeah. and for some reason, in my mind, or at least in my mind, and also to others, the fact that I do speech, or me, both me and Alini do speech, is kind of shocking to people, because it's like, oh, that's not a very normal activity for you to be doing. Like, that's so interesting. Yeah. But then also, suddenly, if I say something like, oh, like I do piano, I do, like debate, I do model UN, they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, like、exactly. I get that. So it's、And、very weird. You could also use、um, theater as an example of like in place of speech, because I feel like theater and all. I, Melinda's doing singing. Like theater is just such 
a unique thing for an Asian person to do, which I think is so weird because as Melinda was saying, you can say that you that you do speech or you do theater, but all of a sudden, if you say something else, it's just expected. But also, me and Melinda are both really social people, and I just think mm-hmm. when people see us in public, it's just like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I know. I think that's... Oh my gosh, I could talk so long for this because I feel like that's really connected to a bigger problem surrounding Asian creativity where Asians being genuine. Oh my gosh. Because this is if you so look good. at the activities yeah. that are considered, when you look at the activities considered to be stereotypically Asian, it's always classical piano, not jazz piano. Why? Because Asians can't be creative. They can follow the notes on the sheet, but they can't make them up for themselves. If you look at speech versus debate, why is speech less mm-hmm. stereotypical than debate? Because debate's set in stone, but speech is forces you to be creative. There's sort of this idea that Asians are stereotyped to be a model and, yes, to, be and to be really boring, the where they lose the uh, yes, they lose the yes. ability to be creative, and that's such a bigger problem because it first of all it sort of really it takes the life out of what people expect of you. Oh yeah, that was such a good point especially creatively and this goes to the social thing too it's like why is it shocking to you that i'm social why is it shocking to you that i have life in me i can a life outside of academics yeah Yeah. so why is it so hard for you to believe that you find me interesting where you find us interesting it's i feel like it's a really big thing once you really think about it because there's so many subsets of these stereotypes um and another thing with stereotypes is definitely the stereotype of the strict Asian parent because my parents aren't strict at all. Like, they're strict to a certain degree, but everyone thinks of my parents as the coolest parents ever just because they're not strict about my academics. Like, they care, (laughs) but they're not strict. And with my social life, I don't have to ask to go out. I tell them I'm going to go out to dinner. Um, And I just think... It's hard stereotypes for your whole life. And then when we become parents, we're going to have to, you know, face that stereotype too. Because I remember when my parents, when my mom first met my other friend's parents, they asked her and they were like, so you're not a strict parent at all. And you could tell that there was surprise in that statement. And I just think it's so weird that like when a lot of my friends parents meet me they're surprised that i'm that i'm going out all the time and just because they think that my parents are going to be strict because i'm asian yeah definitely i feel like that really connects into the kind of generational issues created by this yeah because it makes it so obvious and so like it makes us very aware that a lot of these stereotypes are going to follow us into parents and probably follow our kids into their lives and how we're going to be viewed, how they're going to be viewed, how this sort of tries to, it sort of lends its way into itself. Like, if you're expected to be quiet, if you're expected for your creative elements to not be taken seriously, if you're expected for your social elements to not be taken seriously, maybe you'll pursue them less. And it kind of just both takes away the creative and social aspects of kind of your personality. And it can even diverge from the not strict parents thing. If your parents are strict, that doesn't mean they should be viewed as lesser or like typical if you're not social and you're asian if you're not social you're 
you focus on your academics you care about your academics a lot your hobby is math that doesn't make you any less of a person that doesn't make you any less of an asian to have that sort those sort of preferences and i feel like we sort of force people to go into these groups you're either the asian like the stereotypical asian or you're not and there's no in between and these two things should be both able to exist yeah i think that's a really good point to end this episode i feel like we covered a lot in a pretty short amount of time i think there's a lot of really good points said and i think this really is a conversation to be talked about more because people expect like the stereo type conversation to just be like oh i hate that they're stereotypes but there's so much more than that and there's just so much more than just not being under the stereotype for sure so on that note we're gonna be leaving guys for this week and we'll see you next sunday for our next episode yes thank you so much for listening goodbye thanks guys bye